Ready for payroll that's pain-free because it's perfect every time? Where employee nightmares like insufficient funds, overdraft fees, and missed payments could become a thing of the past? Then you're ready for Betty. With Betty, new from Paycom, employees do their own payroll, giving them greater paycheck insight and the ability to resolve issues before payroll submission for greater accuracy and peace of mind. Learn more at paycom.com slash Betty. That's paycom.com slash B-E-T-I. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Happy Friday. What's going on, guys? This is, uh, well, what is this? This is Troubled Minds News, and I'm your host, Michael Strange, and uh, the Friday is one of the days we get together and talk about the news. Uh, you know, just the news, just a little bit of, you know, cons- the conspiracy is the news, and that's kind of the way this rolls, really, because uh, if you've been listening to me the past week at all, uh, you know I'm a little perturbed uh, by the propaganda, by the news cycles, by this Ukraine stuff, by just what they're reporting, what they're not, how things are fake as always and uh, uh, not meaning again please don't get me wrong fake fake news does not mean throwing out the baby with the bathwater. and I'm not trying to say people aren't actually dying out there they are and it's horrific and all the rest of that it's just that uh, I think people get the wrong idea when you say fake news uh, fake news meaning well uh, twisting spinning uh, creating nar- narratives off of uh, incomplete information you know that type of stuff that fake news not the fake news where it's literally, you know, uh, Sandy Hook, uh, Alex Jones style fake news. I, I don't buy that. I think that uh, there's there's a, uh, some basis in truth in a lot of this stuff. And, well, eh, uh, the, the stuff that has no truth at all or tries to uh, obfuscate the truth is what pisses me off quite a lot. So uh, in any case, that's what this, this this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. And, of course, we do this uh, live to include you because that's the most important part uh, of these conversations, in my opinion, is transparency. It's it's. Uh, 
look, if you think I'm full of shit, it's it's cool. Like you can call me and say, hey, <laughs> Mike, what's up? You're full of shit, bro. And that's fine. Right. And it's OK. And, and again, like I said, try and interrupt a propagandist that has to like uh, use every single I- in tiny minute, every, every second of like their hour time slot or whatever to make sure that the propaganda is hot and heavy. They're, they, they're, they won't let you interrupt them because they don't have time for that crap. They have to make sure the brainwash is hot and heavy and uh, they have to get every second in. So uh, we do it the opposite. Uh, if you want to be part of the show and uh, whatever, a comment on the stories or anything this past week that we've done on Troubled Minds, have ideas for other shows we should do in the, in the future, all that stuff. But we're all open to all those things because there's a whole lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff that's important to talk about and I can't get it all myself. So I do need help. But anyway, with that said, you can give me a call. Uh, easy as this, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Actually, you can't because the website is just down. Uh, Rohan just said, hey, what's up with the website, bro? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> but apparently, uh, the website is down for some reason. So I'll have to look into that. I just caught word. So uh, you can't go to the website. Uh, but there's the Discord link. If you guys haven't joined the Discord, boom, there it is. All right. So 702-957-1037. And uh, click the Discord link right there in the chat. All right, let's do it. Let's get to the news, shall we? So uh, as you know, well, I'm perturbed. It's been one of those weeks where, uh, you know, you try and watch news cycles and turn things on and just kind of pay attention to try and decipher what the truth really is. And it's been it's been pretty chaotic. It's been um, pretty grotesque. Uh, again, we're uh, saber rattling with nuclear war and World War Three and things like this. That's never good. Am I right? I mean, that's never good. <laughs> so uh, you don't I'm, I'm, I'm sure some of you don't blame me for being agitated about this. And I'm sure some of you do. <laughs> that's OK. Whatever. It's all good. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Let's start with let's start here. Let's start with futurism.com and uh yeah right russian agent yeah i've been called worse all right here we go um this is uh let's start with futurism.com and this is this is amazing um at least you know world war three uh is well you know (laughs) who knows who knows what next week brings but at least there's no world war three for the current moment and uh we've got zuckerberg still doing his uh metaverse thing yeah yeah check this out this is from futurism and uh the headline is this mark zuckerberg gives galaxy brained explanation of metaverse's impending singularity what I don't even know what that means. Turn the volume up for me. Okay, so uh, Mark Zuckerberg has a news flash for, for us all. The metaverse is less of a place than like a point in time, man. Okay. Uh, the Facebook Now Meta CEO dropped this kernel of wisdom during a new interview with tech podcaster Lex Friedman, in which he gave an uh, interesting response when asked about the potential for a metaverse singularity moment. Oh, this should be fine, right, James? This should be fine. Quote, a lot of people think that the metaverse is about a place, but one def- definition of this is it's about a time when basically immersive digital worlds become the primary way that we live our lives and spend our time, Zuckerberg told Friedman, who in in the two hour long recording, I think that's a reasonable construct. All right. Now, (laughs) uh, uh, okay. Um, this is literally like, uh, just, just a crazy dystopia, right? I mean, yeah. uh, Okay. More time. A lot of people think that the metaverse is about a place, but one definition of this is it's about a time when basically immersive digital worlds become the primary way that we live our lives and spend our time. 
totally fine, right? Uh, it says, is Zuckerberg really implying we should give up on reality and welcome our virtual reality overlords inside a Facebook-controlled dystopia? Straight from the article here. His answer certainly seems to suggest just that. Yeah, no kidding. And um, Meta's Metaverse, a VR playground. Okay, anyway, blah, blah. Uh, just, uh, like, there's just this bizarre, um, what would you say? Just just bizarre disconnect with these people that, you know, I get it. You know, you got to be different. you got to be pioneers. you got to not worry about what other people think of you. And, you know, all that, right? That's fine. All that, that's fine. But then you got this stuff. It's like, what? Come on, bro. Like, like, is this really where we're headed? Like, think of it. Like, this is literally, like, the plot of, like, so many sci-fi movies where, you know, where the, the computers take over and we're just used as batteries, you know, as they put, like, the, the drip drip feed in, in, our, in, in our mouth with some gruel or, right, or so, some, some mash gruel or some maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I just, like, seriously, at some point, you got to say, come on, Mark Zuckerberg, alien, reptilian, robot, whatever you are, lay off, man. Chill out. Relax. I get it, right? I get it. There's no such thing as too rich for you. I get it. You want to turn the world into your weird weirdo playground fine uh, anyway whatever i just like to crap on facebook because they're terrible and this is a terrible idea and do you really believe by the way everybody out there that uh yeah the metaverse is about a about this uh, immersive digital world become the primary way that we live our lives and spend our time and that's what i'm saying here right it like we've got this this beautiful world out there that notice if we spend our time in the metaverse we have no idea what's happening in the real world. And that, in particular, seems to be the shiny object, right? If we don't know what's actually happening in the real world, well, then they can uh, take the football and run, right? Uh, anyway, uh, let's continue, shall we? Speaking of Facebook and the rest of these assholes, um, because many of them are, uh, Russia blocks Facebook. Oh, <laughs> how about that? Uh, passes fake news law. Yeah, uh, yep. And uh, LVMH and Microsoft halt sales. Yep. Uh, March 4th today, Russia said it would block Facebook for excluding state media. And CNN said it would stop broadcasting in Russia after a new law punishing fake news raised the stakes in Moscow's fight with foreign corporations. Uh, Friday marked a, an escalation in the dispute that began after the invasion of Ukraine. Russia blocked a wave of media companies and new big names announced they were shutting down Russia sales, including Microsoft and uh, video game maker Electronic Arts. Uh, Russia said that meta platforms of Facebook was being blocked for restricting state-backed channels. Then it also blocked websites of the BBC, Deutsche Welle, and Voice of America for what it said was false information about the war in Ukraine. Ukraine. Uh, yes. Uh, Twitter will also be blocked, Russian media said. All right. Well, there it is. There it is. So the, the question is, this is what I was talking about last night. I know last night was a little convoluted and we took the long way around, but hey, hey, it's a talk show. But this is the thing too, right? With, with this, this is clown world. This is exactly the upside down I'm always talking about. It's like, okay, look. So one fake news, the state, right? The state says, okay, we're going to make a fake news law and shut down Facebook. And Facebook, by the way, is um, like just full of shit with their fact checks, right? Their arbiter of truth fact check shit, where they literally leave out important details of these facts or, you know, that Snopes stuff where they're like, well, it's mostly true, but we're going to call it false because we know nobody reads past the, the, the Snopes rating that says false, right? Like that sort of shit. It's like, come on now. Like, we're not stupid. 
we're not stupid okay but this is what's going on here so exactly a war of the fact checkers right the framing war this idea again that i was talking about last night of uh sort of stealing our own right to make our own stories about the world we live in and this is this is unfortunate i mean Again, you know, it's like, okay, so uh, we got these huge private corporations, Facebook in particular, and then we have uh, the, the Russian state, and then they're both like pointing the finger at each other saying you're conspiracy theorists, right? It's like, but once again, you see, you see, you see the game here. One says you're fake news. The other says, no, you're fake news. And basically correct that is correct you're both fake news <laughs> and that's it you're both fake news but uh interesting uh so clearly uh mr vladimir putin has a has a very um good reason to try and keep information uh just so right so he doesn't have a, a revolution on his hands you, you can't tell me even with all that stuff going down that the people in russia uh, have have not noticed that they can't get money out of the banks now have not noticed that uh the, the ruble has like crashed to below a penny have not noticed, right, all these other things that seem to suggest uh, the opposite of what Putin is telling them, or that they're winning the war, which he actually, they, they played this recently on some other propaganda channel that's been spun around on the West now as well. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's not like you think because they're lying to you, right? They're lying to you. They're lying to us. They're lying to all of us. And uh, yeah, everyone's offended. What's up, James? Uh, shout out. Hello to everybody out there in the chat. Hope everybody's well today. Happy Friday. Uh, so then we have this from the BBC. <laughs> More fake news. <laughs> uh, fake news. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry, not fake news. Facebook hits out at Russia blocking its platforms. Oh, all right. Uh, so Russia's communications regular said the ban was in response to restrictions placed on its media there. It's that there have been 26 cases of discrimination against Russian media by Facebook since October 2020. Yeah, no shit. I mean, double no shit because, well, uh, face, uh, the uh, the stuff from Russia is clearly propaganda. All right, that's for damn sure. Oops, sorry about that. I forgot to remove all the... Uh, uh, the don't click that link. It's got trackers. Hold on. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a clean link here because I can. Ah, there you go. All right. If you want to check it out, there you go. There's the one you want. Okay. So the thing is this, right? Uh, let's see. They they hit out. They hit back. All right. Fine. They hit back. All right. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Facebook. Blah blah blah. Meta the company. Okay. Whatever. I don't care. Let's read the tweet. Uh, on the Russian government's decision to block access to Facebook in the in the Russian Federation soon. This is Nick Clegg, president of global affairs for Meta. Ah, Meta. Uh, soon, millions of ordinary Russians will find themselves cut off from reliable information, <laughs> deprived of their everyday ways of connecting with family and friends, and silenced from speaking out. We will continue to do everything we can to restore our services so they remain available to people to safely and securely express themselves and organize for action. There it is from Nick Clegg, the uh, Meta President, Global Affairs. Uh, the world we live in, right? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link right here in the chat because the website is down. I think it's probably just a, a card that expired, so I'll go check that out and fix that up, and it should be fine. Uh, I'll bet you it's just a web host. But um, the odds are, maybe, who knows, maybe we got uh, hacked or something. I have no idea. It's happened before. Anyway, here we go. Let's go to my final Facebook for the day because uh, I like shitting on Facebook because um, it's a draconian thing. But back to this, back to uh, futurism and Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh, yes, this is this is the level of just um like like the disconnectedness of 
these people and these cor- this corporate world, right? You guys ever get get go to like these corporate boardrooms or not not the boardrooms clearly because I'm, I'm that's way above my pay grade, but these stupid meetings, right? Where it's like everybody's cheering and shit, and you're like, yeah, yeah, go team, go, right? Like go, go company, go, and everybody's like, yeah, 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 and then the person who's like the biggest idiot is like the uh, you know the one who gets the, the the biggest favor with the bosses, you know, the biggest ass kisser. It's like, what the hell is this? Are you kidding me right now? We're we're, we're really sitting around here like whooping up about how much money we made for the boss like get lost people anyway here we go mark zuckerberg tells employees they're called metamates now metamates oh yeah this is fine <laughs> this is fine and just another out of touch moment for mark zuckerberg uh, facebook founder and suspected alien mark zuckerberg held a virtual all hands meeting for his employees yesterday to explain the company formerly known as facebook's updated values most of the values seemed like your typical vacuous corpo nonsense exactly however he did end on a decree that raised a few eyebrows meta employees are no longer co-workers they're now metamates hmm <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Alex Heath, report, reporter for The Verge, tweeted about the meeting in which Zuckerberg suggested the cringe nickname in all seriousness. Quote, I am told Zuck said this without laughing and explained it had to do with the story about ships and shipmates, Heath said. Uh, aside from metamates, most of the, the values seem pretty tame, though Zuckerberg did say that employees shouldn't nice ourselves to death. Whatever that means. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean... How much facepalm can you get from one stupid company? Uh, well, I guess now we just call... Uh, there's a new name for asshole, and it is Metamate. Now you know. Now you know. No one's half the battle. All right. What time is it? Uh, perfect timing. We're going to take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor, which, of course, is you. Be right back. More Troubled Minds news with Michael Strange on the way. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're doing our thing. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link, which is in the chat there, and come say hi. And uh, feedback, show feedback, uh, ideas for future shows, just if you want to say hi and you've been listening a while and haven't really had the guts to call me just yet because you know I'm I'm dangerous. I'm, I'm, I'm that dangerous guy, dangerous, super dangerous. I may just put you down and make you look like a fool in public because that's the game. No, that's not the game. That's not the game. Just give me a call. If you got you got, uh, you got got takes on this, that's, that's why we do this. We do it together live and uh, to include you. So here we go. Let's continue, shall we? Uh, what's going on? Uh, we got this, uh, The Verge. TheVerge.com reports. What are the report? Let's see. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. All right. Uh, let's go. Yeah, just reading the chat. After mistaken identity and confusion, a piece of space junk slams into the moon. Hmm. Sweet, right? Uh, one thing is, that is certain is the object is now a crater. All right, there we go. After years of zooming through deep space, a presumed leftover piece of a Chinese rocket slammed into the moon today. Now, th- now this is where shit just gets stupid, okay? Uh, just as space tracking experts expected it would. At least it should have hit the moon around 7.30 a.m. Easter time this morning. Uh, Eastern time, not Easter time. As long as the law of gravity has not changed. The collision brings to an end the rocket's life in space and likely leaves a fresh new crater on the moon that may be up to 65 feet wide. The now-expired rocket has caused quite a bit of buzz this past month. First of all, the vehicle was never intended to crash into the moon, making it a rare piece of space debris to find its way to the lunar surface by accident. Additionally, there was some confusion over its identity, with various groups trying to nail down exactly where the rocket came from. Yeah, did it ring like a bell? Exactly. Originally, space trackers thought it was a leftover piece of a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket that had launched a a weather satellite back in 2015. But after careful analysis, Analysis, various groups of space trackers confirmed that the rocket was likely left over from the launch of China's Chang'e 5T1 mission, a flight that launched in 2014 to test out technology needed to bring sap- samples back from the moon. That mission launched on a Chinese Long March 3C rocket, sent a spacecraft looping around the moon in an attempt to see if China could send a vehicle to the moon and then bring it back to Earth. Given the, plight pr- uh, the flight profile of the Chang'e 5T1 mission and the tracking of the mystery object, astronomers are fairly certain that a chunk of the Long March 3C rocket has remained in the extremely elongated orbit around Earth ever since, only to find its way to the far side of the moon. And here's the best part. This is where it gets fantastic. Now, China tried to deny that the rocket belonged to the country's space program, claiming that the rocket actually returned to our planet and fell into the atmosphere. Quote, according to China's monitoring, the upper stage of the Chang'e 5 mission rocket has fallen through the Earth's atmosphere in a safe manner and burned up completely, Wang Wenbin, a spokesperson for China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, said during a press conference in February after trackers had changed the identity of the rocket. However, Wang Wei have, uh, <laughs> said that wrong. Wang, I said Mang Wei, that's Wang Mei, have mixed up his Chinese missions. Chang'e 5 was a completely different mission launched in 2020. While astronomers believe this rocket 
that stemmed from the Chang'e 5T1 mission, which took place six years earlier. But point being, the reason I'm talking about this and the reason that uh, we can't trust a damn thing that anybody tells us is because, look, even for things like this, I mean, this is like, you know, kind of no harm, no foul, right? Like this thing hits, this thing hits, hits the moon. As far as we know, there's nothing living on the moon except for some water bears, right? From that, from that Israeli thing that crashed, the water bears. So, you know, big whoop, maybe some water bears gets disturbed, right? As far as we know, there's no life up there. What's the big freaking deal, right? Uh, it's, it's an embarrassment, right? It's an embarrassment to space programs, and it's, it's an embarrassment to state agencies. It's, it's an embarrassment to China, right? And this is, this is the whole point. If they can't admit something like just kind of goofball like this and say, yeah, you know, this was ours and it sucks. Sorry, we won't do that again. Uh, well, then what can they admit? Like, what can anybody admit, like, at a governmental level anymore? Like, they, they, they hide everything because they're embarrassed. But I say, why don't you just stop doing embarrassing things and you won't have to hide them? Like, you see, like it, it, upside down clown world BS is what this is. And so, oh, well, so now we have them saying, no, it's their rocket. And them saying, no, it's their rocket. Do we give a shit, really, people? I mean, come on now. Uh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb that uh, this stuff just uh, drives me nuts. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. It's in the chat. Uh, website's down, but uh, it'll be back up soon. Uh, let's see. What do we got? We got this from Vox. All right. Yep. All right. Speaking of uh, speaking of embarrassment and all this other BS and all, all the dumb stuff that uh, governments we got to put up with this crap is in the name of national security and all these all the other BS, you know, and I'm not saying there's no such thing as like in the name of national security. Clearly there is. However, when you start like covering up your embarrassing things under the umbrella of national security, yeah, well, then uh, things start to get stupid and well, clown world. Here we go uh, from uh, from yep Vox. Uh, the Supreme Court hands the CIA a victory in a horrid case about torture. Oh yeah, that's fine, right? This is fine. Uh, yep. All right. Uh, let's see. There's no reasonable doubt that uh, Abu Zubaydah, that we're just going to say Abu from here on out so I don't have to say these names I can't pronounce. It's even longer than that. Uh, Zain al-Abidin Muhammad Hussein, a Palestinian man who was held by the Central Intelligence Agency at a black site in Poland, uh, is uh, there is a reasonable doubt that he was tortured. Uh, yeah, uh, no, there is no reasonable doubt that he was tortured at this black site in Poland, right? Well, Nevertheless, the Supreme Court uh, held on Thursday in United States versus Hussein uh, Zubadah that these widely reported facts are state secrets and that the U.S. government may refuse to confirm or deny them. The upshot of the Zubadah, there you go, that decision is that the court prioritized somewhat vague concerns about national security. The foreign governments might lose faith in the United States if the U.S. government reveals secret programs that aren't really secret over getting to the bottom of gross human rights violations, right? Uh, the facts of the case are horrific. Uh, Zubadeh was captured in Pakistan in 2002, and American officials incorrectly believed him to be a top al-Qaeda leader. In a vain effort to extract information that he did not possess, Zubadeh was taken to the black site in Thailand, and then another in Poland where he was repeatedly waterboarded, locked in a coffin-sized box for hundreds of hours, deprived of sleep, and forced to remain in stress positions, among other similar tactics. Well, 
at least they're not uh, uh, just firing the salvos of ammunition into civilian buildings. I mean, there's that, right? But anyway, like this is, again, uh, state secrets and, again, embarrassment. And it's like, and this is why they have these off, off, offshore uh, torture sites and things like this. It's like, come on, people. Like, we're not stupid. Like, get Mo Guantanamo Bay, the whole thing. It's like, we're not stupid. Like, there's a reason why that shit's not in Florida, all right? Because, because if it was in Florida, uh, clearly and obviously, you'd have protesters out front all day, every day. And uh, it would be illegal because it would be illegal to do that on U.S. soil. So they do it somewhere else. I mean, we're, we're totally not stupid here. And this is the horrific and more embarrassing stuff about what governments actually do. And, well, there you go. Under the umbrella of national security. All right. Anyway, let's go to fizz.org and uh, keep on trucking here and do the thing. Where are we at time-wise? I think everything's good. Everything's fine. All right. Yeah. New astrobiology research predicts life as we don't know it. Ah, this sounds like a trouble, the case for troubled minds. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, I'm personally, I'm increasingly frustrated with science, you know, in, in the search for extraterrestrial life and things like this because they seem to be unimaginative, right? And like looking at life the way they expect to find it instead of ways we don't expect to find it right that's how you would find new life am i right anyway here we go this is from the straight from the article the search for alien life has been restricted restricted to using life on earth as the reference essentially looking for life as we know it beyond earth exactly for astrobiologists looking for life on other planets there are simply no tools for predicting the features of life as we don't know it exactly <laughs> that's what i've been saying i've been saying it i've been saying it for 10 damn years uh, in a new research published in the proceedings of the national academy of sciences the team of scientists has tackled this uh, restriction by identifying universal patterns in the chemistry of life that do not appear to depend on specific molecules these findings provide a new opportunity to of for predicting features of alien life with different biochemistry to earth life yeah now we're talking right quote we want to have new tools for identifying and even predicting features of life as we don't know it says author sarah amari walker of arizona state university to do so we are aiming to identify the universal laws that should apply to any biochemical system this includes develop developing quantitative theory for the origins of life and using theory and statistics to guide our search for life on other planets uh trust the science right trust the science on earth life emerges from the interplay of hundreds of chemical compounds and reactions some of these compounds and reactions are found across all organisms creating a universally shared biochemistry for all life on earth this notion of universality though is specific to known biochemistry and does not allow for predictions about examples not yet observed no shit sherlock no shit come on people and this is what I'm, this is why we can't have nice things because come on we're told to trust the science and then I've been saying shit like this. You guys have been saying shit like this for God knows how long, right? Like the comic books have been saying shit like this for God knows how long. But, well, we can't even actually consider it as possible and real until, well, we have Arizona State University step in and say, well, you know, guys, by the way, life out there in the cosmos may not be as we expect it to be. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. Uh, speaking of things and not as we expect them to be. Here we go. Uh, let's go to this. This is from sciencealert.com. Stunning loops of plasma observed on the sun may not be what we thought. All right. 
I love it. A well-studied solar phenomenon may not be quite as simple as we thought it was. New simulations suggest that what we thought were loops of plasma known as coronal loops erupting out from the surface of the sun along magnetic field lines may at least sometimes be wrinkles in corrugated sheets of plasma. What? Astronomers have dubbed this phenomenon the coronal veil. Uh Uh-oh. Maybe this is a uh, troubled mind show as well. And suggest that further research is needed to try to understand how and why they occur. The finding is, they say, significant. Since coronal loops were first identified clearly in the 1960s, solar scientists have been using them to understand the properties of the sun, including its magnetic field and the density and temperature of the solar atmosphere. Now, this is amazing. Listen to this quote. I've spent my entire career studying coronal loops, says astrophysicist Anna Malunchenko of the National Center for Atmospheric Research. And uh, Anna continues, I never expected this. When I saw the results, my mind exploded. (laughs) My mind exploded. All right. Well, there you go. Studying this phenomenon her entire life, right? My entire career. And uh, it's nothing like we thought it was. <laughs> it's nothing like we thought it was. What is that? What is this sound I'm hearing? What's going on? Am I hearing sounds in my head again? All right. Anyway, coronal loops are fascinating and beautiful. Long, closed arcs of glowing plasma, sometimes associated with sunspots. But although scientists have been analyzing them to better understand the sun for decades, a few of their properties don't match what we might expect. Firstly, coronal loops associated with sunspots tend to be much taller than calculations suggest they should be. Secondly, the loops don't become less bright with height. Think of iron fillings sprinkled near a bar magnet self-arranging in loops. The bigger loops that uh, reach farther from the magnet are thinner and more tenuous. Coronal loops look like these iron loops, but if coronal loops were associated with magnetic fields, they should display similar visual expansion. Higher loops are as bright as the lower ones. And so clearly and obviously, we don't know all the things about the things. And uh, there you go. We're living in a coronal loop. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly my point. And things are things get weird, don't they? All right. So what we're doing is we're talking about this, uh, not just this, but also the rest of the news. If you guys are into this and have comments on any of the, any of this stuff, any of the shows this past week, show feedback. You want to say hi, an idea for a show in the future. I'm here for you. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. You can click the Discord link, which I'll put in the chat in just a sec, because the website is down. I think it's just a card that expired, so I'll check that out and uh, we'll get that fixed. And uh, I don't know. We'll find out. And don't worry about the website for now. Uh, I'm putting the thing in the chat as we speak. And there you go. If you haven't joined the Discord yet, well, then I don't know how you got here. But uh, there you go. There's the Discord link. All right. This is Trouble Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and let's keep on trucking, shall we? Let's get to uh, CNET. Ah, CNET. Good old CNET. And uh, you're going to love this one. This is uh, Melinda French Gates opens up about Bill Gates' affair, divorce, oh yeah, and Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Melinda French Gates laid out painful details of her divorce from Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates in an interview with Gail King of CBS News that aired Thursday. The discussion included talk of an affair Bill Gates acknowledged with a Microsoft employee in to the year 2000. Quote, well, I certainly believe in forgiveness, French Gates told King. So I thought we had worked through some of that. It wasn't one moment or one specific thing that happened. There just came a point in time where there was enough there that I realized I just it just wasn't healthy and I couldn't trust what we had. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you, you couldn't trust Bill Gates? 
Hmm. Nice of you to notice. Uh, the couple was married for 27 years and have had three adult children. Their divorce became final in August. And lest you think I'm laughing and you know it's somebody's misfortune, well, she's a billionaire. And uh, second, I'm not. It's uh, this this the plot thickens. Oh, hang tight. French Gates confessed to a quote a lot of tears for a lot of days into literally laying on the floor and carpet and thinking, how can this be? How can I get up? How am I going to move forward? She added, "You're grieving a loss of something you had, you thought you had, and thought." you had for your lifetime. This is painful stuff. French Gates said on the day she wed Bill Gates in 1994, she never thought she'd end up getting divorced. I gave every single piece of myself to this marriage, she said. Well, this is where it gets dicey. Check this out. When King asked if Bill Gates had more than one affair, French Gates said that those are questions Bill needs to answer. And she said, uh, uh, French Gates said she is friendly, but not friends with her ex-husband. Let's see, blah, 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 blah. Well, hold on. Let's get to the good part. Uh, there you go. French Gates said she was no fan of her husband's friendship with late financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, uh, quote, I did not like that he had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, she said, noting that she met Epstein once and regretted doing so. Quote, he was abhorrent. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. So my heart breaks for these young women because that's how I felt. And here I am, an older woman. He was awful. Bill Gates said in a statement that his working relationship with Epstein was a mistake that I regret deeply. It was a substantial error in judgment. Oh, but again, right? We're supposed to trust this guy when, well, here we go. Uh, how many times was he on the Lolita Express, as it's known, to go to uh, uh, Bill Gates, or sorry, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's? Notice they're still calling him a financier, not a, right? Uh, they added in this convicted child uh, predator. But, I mean, for crying out loud, why don't we just call him that anyway? Who cares? He was not a financier. He was a, he was a blackmail extortion artist, right? That's what he was. He was a child trafficker. He was a sick pedophile. That's who this guy was. Right. But we can't say those things, can we? Because it's, oh, it's unbecoming of us. It's unprofessional. Nah, no, 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 no. And this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying about living in the upside down. You call a spade a spade. If that's the case and that's the deal here and that's what this is about, that's what this is about. But like I said, uh, well, good for her. She's out of this, whatever was going on. But uh, don't lest you forget. Bill Gates was a confidant and colleague and a frequenter of his private island. And uh, lest you forget, lest you forget, let's keep on trucking, shall we? Uh, 702-957-1037. Let's go to Yahoo News. Uh, Yep, that's right. Yahoo is still on the Internet. (laughs) I don't know how they still are there, but they're there. All right. Let's check it out. Let's go to this. Mm -hmm. Speaking of embarrassed governments. Uh, let's see. Uh, judge delivers a blow to undercover FBI agents in Whitmer kidnap case. Oh, oh, you don't say. So we've talked about this Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case where uh, they had these FBI uh, in- informants actually um, infiltrate this uh, group of whatever you want to call them, right? Uh, the, we're, we're supposed to believe these guys are uh, the, the uh, right, the, the end-all, be-all of, like, the the, the danger for, for the future, right? Well, while Bill Gates is flying around, you know, with, with Dr. Pedophile and, uh, you know, going to private islands doing dirty things with probably underage people, you know? So it's like, okay, that's fine, but this isn't fine. But, I mean, anyway, here we go. Uh, to this day, the defendants in the alleged plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer don't even know who Mark 
Mark and Red really are, and that's who these these two individuals are, FBI informants. The two undercover FBI agents infiltrated their group, pretending to be one of them, but their real names have been kept secret. Uh Uh-oh, not for long. Over the uh, uh, objections of the government, a judge ruled on Thursday that the two FBI agents will have to use their real names when they testify in the upcoming Whitmer kidnap trial. Oh. Uh, While the case was largely built in secrecy, the undercover informants uh, with them and agents spying on the accused, the judge stressed that the trial will be open and transparent. Oh. You mean we can still do that? I didn't know that was still possible. Anyway, it continues, uh, quote, making it crystal clear that the jury and the public that inside the courtroom, nothing is undercover and everything is out in the open will best ensure fairness during trial and eventual acceptance and respect for whatever the jury ultimately decides. Chief U.S. District Judge Robert Jonker wrote under Jonker's ruling, the government will have to provide the names of the FBI witnesses to the defense one day before they testify. All right, that's fine. Uh, So according to court records, Mark posed as a resident of the Upper Peninsula and was tasked by the defendants with, among other things, scouting out the governor's summer home. The other undercover agent, Red, was introduced as a demolitions expert a few weeks before the suspect's 2020 arrests. Let me tell you guys, if you're ever just randomly introduced to a demolitions expert... Get out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> Don't hang around. What are you do? What are you still doing there? <sighs> yeah, odds are they're from the FBI. All right, <laughs> odds are they're from the FBI. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Government transparency. You gotta love it. All right. Uh, don't don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Uh, what's up? Glitch loop says doubting her innocence in this. The divorce seems like a chess move. Yeah, it could be right to distance herself from the uh, Epstein uh, saga. Yeah, it could be. Could very well be. Um, here we go. Uh, speaking of uh, the rest of this, let's get to this. This is from. Uh, I have to archive it because the Wall Street Journal are a holes sometimes. Russia's shelling of Ukrainian nuclear power plant sparks alarm no this this should be fine right this should be fine (laughs) russia shelling in southern ukraine caused a fire that europe's largest nuclear power plant uh, at the largest nuclear power plant before russian troops moved into the facility highlighting the increasingly indiscriminate nature of moscow's war while raising fears that it could lead to a global environmental disaster uh that's how you get them right that's that's how you get the uh, the interested parties right It's, it's fine just like putting people in a meat grinder and saying uh you know we don't want to escalate this uh, let them grind the people and then well, well now you talk about ruining the environment and uh boy i tell you what <laughs> now now people are mad hey you, you grind grind the people but it, you, you put some uh you put some dirty shit in the water you, you and me we got a problem i'm just saying both things are bad but you see some things are very bad <laughs> all right the fire extinguished friday morning erupted at the oh boy zafara ziha uh, we'll just call it that power plants training facility which is adjacent to six nuclear reactors in the town of erna hodar uh, erner hodar ukraine's emergency service said none of the six reactors uh, one of which is currently operational were affected by the fire and there was no radiation leak at present advanced russian forces pushing from the south reached blah blah anyway yeah this is fine right this should be fine this should be fine. <laughs> what are we going back to the, are we talking about the guys with the, the ears? Yeah, there you go. There's your full screen for just a sec. I swear that guy on the bottom left looks like, um, he looks like somebody I know or somebody on the news or something. Does he look like Trey Gowdy or something? He looks like somebody. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, let's keep on trucking. Uh, let's go forward. Let's go forward. Let's go to the BBC. Ah, oh, the BBC is so good. More, more fantastic uh, uh, um, propaganda. You got to love the propaganda, right? 
702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. Uh, well, and once the website's back up. Uh, let's go, BBC. Uh, here you go. This, this is it, guys. Now, now we've arrived. We finally arrived. Uh, how mindfulness can make you a darker person. <laughs> From the BBC. <sighs> Listen to this. Mindfulness is thought to have multiple benefits, but it can also make you less likely to feel guilty about wrongdoing and derail your moral compass. Oh, okay. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Uh, The immediate outcomes of this popular form of meditation are meant to be reduced stress and risk of burnout. But listed alongside these benefits, you'll often find claims that mindfulness can improve your personality. When you have learned to live in the moment, the proponents say, you will find hidden reserves of empathy and compassion for those around you. That's certainly an attractive bonus for an organization hoping to increase cooperation in its teams. All right, cool. Uh, the, even this guy's even this guy's smartwatch, David Robson, who wrote this article, his smartwatch reminds him to take a mindful minute. Uh, take it easy, Derek. Uh, drive safe. Do all the things. Uh, stock the hell out of it. Uh, to, to, the scientific research, however, paints a more complicated picture of mindfulness's effects on our behavior, with emerging evidence that it can sometimes increase people's selfish tendencies. Oh. According to a new paper, mindfulness may be especially harmful when we have wronged other people. By quelling our feelings of guilt, it seems the common meditation technique discourages us from making amends for our mistakes. Quote, cultivating mindfulness can distract people from their own transgressions and interpersonal obligations, occasionally relaxing one's moral compass, says Andrew Haffenbrack, assistant professor of management and organization of the University of Washington. Okay, so which is it? Which is it? (laughs) Which is it? Which is it? Uh, you see what I'm saying? Everything's flip-flop, upside down, inside out, off the rails, and literally falling halfway off the cliff. That's the world we live in anymore. So which is it? Mindfulness, yay or nay, right? And again, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just don't know anymore. I just know the more I read the news, the more I just, uh, it makes me mad. Oh, let's continue, shall we? <laughs> uh, there, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't even know. They're trying to conflate ideas here. Anyway, uh, in, in, in other news, don't worry about nuclear war, guys, because we got this. We got this going on. Uh, we'll, we'll do this, and then we'll take a break afterward. But uh, check it out. This is from Space.com, and you better believe it. You better believe it. The Large Hadron Collider will explode the cutting edge of physics after three years shutdown. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, the the uh, CERN, the Large Hadron Collider, w- has actually been shut down for three years. But, well, in the first week of March, uh, which is right freaking now, uh, this was published two hours ago, by the way, they're about to fire this baby back up. So don't worry about nuclear war. That's fine. We got, we got CERN on the case. <laughs> like, uh, you know, if we, uh, if we can open up one of those black holes and get the catastrophic vacuum decay, we don't have to worry about nukes at all do we nah come on now scientists are gearing up once more to push the boundaries of the cutting edge of particle physics with the reopening of the large hadron collider at cern near geneva switzerland after a three-year shutdown after its successful second run ended in december of 2018 the lhc was purposefully shut down for updates while teams prepared for run three uh, which is set to begin soon as the new run will begin this spring and earlier reports from cern expected run three to begin as soon as early march that's now 
that's now. Yep, yep, yeah, terrible disaster movie, right? Exactly. Uh, during the shutdown, which also included delays due to the COVID-19 pandemic, CERN member team members have been preparing for new experiments with the Collider as major upgrades are made to boost its power and capabilities. Yes, more power, more power, <laughs> more power, power to CERN. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, this, 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 is, this is fine. This is fine. Don't, don't forget, Stephen Hawking is the one who talked about this catastrophic vacuum decay. So it's not just some goofball like me that doesn't know jack shit about anything. Stephen Hawking warned of the dangers of finding the God particle and beyond. So I'm just saying, more power, power to CERN, not power to the people. Power to CERN. <laughs> How do we stop the fire at the nuclear plant? I don't know. Turn on CERN. Let's find the, 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 uh, the what's after the God particle. I don't know. Anyway, so what do you guys think about this? As always, love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. Let's take one more break and get a word from our sponsor, which is you. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let us continue, shall we? Let's get to uh, futurism.com. And uh, you guys seen the crazy economy? Anybody anybody been to a gas station recently? You got $5 gas in your neck of the woods yet? Yeah, well, uh, we all, we're almost there here in Vegas. Uh, you, you should feel better about getting gas two days ago instead of today. Let's just say that. But uh, speaking of the wacky economy and the crazy world politics and all the crap that's going on, uh, yep, uh, this report, the NFT bubble, could be starting to burst. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. The NFT market is starting to cool down, Bloomberg reports. The average trading value of the non-fungible tokens has dropped precipitously lately, declining from a record $6,900 at the beginning of the year to under just $2,000, according to NFT tracker Non-Fungible. Uh, the trend has only accelerated ever since Russia started the invasion of Ukraine, a great source of global uncertainty that's dealt a major blow to markets across the board. Ah, no shit. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, is this... this the last stop on the nft gravy train there's certainly some evidence that the hype is really starting to cool down but the situation is more nuanced than that with a number of unique traders getting into nfts still on the rise besides uh, as recent history has shown the crypto world is full of surprises yep Yep, you sure did. You sure did, Robert. You told me. Uh, uh, here we go. Global uncertainty and political unrest are likely contributing factors to the overall decline. Quote, what I would say is the last week or so has seen a significant decline, perhaps as much as 40% in floor prices for the most desirable NFTs. Bloomberg writer and crypto investor Aaron Brown told Bloomberg, some collectors are starting to cut their losses. One user sold a Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT today for $224,000 and a 67 thousand eight hundred dollar loss as fortune points out increased scrutiny from u.s regulars could also be contributing to the decline the securities and exchange commission announced this week that it's investigating whether nfts are securities and should therefore be regulated as such according to a separate bloomberg report and here you go here's another reason why we can't have nice things here's just another reason uh well uh, anybody have nfts out there i do uh, for a particular card game but they actually are useful within the card game you can play and you like 
it's a, you know it's like a it's like a fancy tarot deck you know but you're playing like a you know mono a mono type of game it's fun but uh you know so these cards are worth something within the, the bounds of the game but not just some random thing like this board ape garbage that you spend half a million dollars for what is this i just i never understood this and uh there you go dre's got it right support local artists instead there you go there you go it's so weird but anyway we'll see what happens with this is the nft game collapsing does that mean uh, paris hilton's pink poodle digital things are going to be worthless now well I, I was shocked they were ever worth anything to begin with but what the hell do i know i'm just a knucklehead on the internet with a microphone so anyway 702-957-1037 click the discord link at uh, troubledminds.org when the website's back up all right let's uh, continue shall we uh, bitcoin should now be known as metacoin says robert <laughs> uh, all right new scientists let's go to this nasa funds experimental radiation shield and mars climbing robot yes now we're talking now we're now let's spend some money and make it good uh nasa has just announced the projects which will be getting money from its nasa innovative advanced concepts program which aims to support ideas for game-changing mission designs and never before seen space exploration tech here we look at five of the concepts and how they will be used blah 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 spacecraft shields for human exploration we've got this we've got uh all kinds of crazy stuff anyway blah 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 Anyway, there you go. We're going to spend some money on space. Let's do that, right? Uh, it's better than spending it on Harris, uh, Harris, Harris Pilton's uh, pink poodle NFT. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Uh, James has it right. Oh, yeah. Support local artists and writers, especially that writer. Okay, all writers and, and podcasters. And uh, this is the thing, right? Like they say, like they say, you, uh, you vote for the world you want with what you spend your money on right it's as simple as that and so uh, all of that all of that tracks and this nft board yacht board ape yacht club or whatever the, i don't know uh, anyway whatever uh, here we go let's spend some money on space because why the hell not if we're not gonna who's gonna we're just trying to bring about the end of the world anyway with our geopolitics all right let's go let's let's do this let's uh, we haven't talked about penises today so let's uh let's let's do that let's go to SciTech daily uh covid infects penis testicles and prostate uh-oh causes pain erectile dysfunction reduced sperm count uh-oh all right there it is uh multiple tissues the male genit uh, genital tract can be infected with SARS-CoV-2 reports a new northwestern medicine study in large animal models the study in SARS-CoV-2 infected rhesus macaques I guess how you say it, revealed a prostate vasculature of testicles penis and testicles were all infected with the virus that is a surprising discovery was made utilizing a pet scan uh, specifically designed to reveal sites of infection spreading over time in a whole body scan scientists didn't know what they would find but they expected to see the virus in the lungs and high up in the nose near the brain because people were experiencing loss of taste and smell quote but the signal that jumped out at us was the complete spread through the male genital tract said elite investigator thomas hope professor of cell and developmental biology at northwestern feinberg school of medicine quote continue we had no idea we would find it there Hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Quote, these results indicate that the testicular pain, erectile dysfunction, uh, hypogonadism. Remember when, uh, remember when Nicki Minaj said, remember, like her cousin had like in, enlarged gonads. Remember that? Remember that? And they, they, they clowned her and made fun of her. And well, look, look what science is finding. 
hypogonadism, reduced sperm count and quality, and decreased fertility associated with the SARS-CoV-2 infection are a direct consequence of infection of cells of the male reproductive tract and not indirect mechanisms such as fever and inflammation, Hope said. Oops. Oops. Testicles should now be known as medicals to go. Medicles. Medicles? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, in the metaverse. Uh, The evidence that infection with the SARS-CoV-2 can negatively impact male sexual health and fertility is increasing every day. But scientists didn't know the reason and wondered if the cause was fever and inflammation. Quote, We just didn't understand why it had this negative impact until this study, Hope said. He noted viruses such as mumps, Ebola, Zika, SARS-CoV-1, and other viruses also can affect tissues of the male genital tract and negatively impact fertility. Mumps infection is well known to potentially cause male sterility. The new study shows how the virus can cause pathology in the prostate, penis, testicles, and testicular vasculature, Hope said. The study is posted as a preprint on BioRxiv, meaning it should be considered preliminary research until it is published in a peer reviewed journal it should be fine right nice photograph there of the uh the uh the mask on the on the nuds and uh there you go what do you guys think 702-957-1037 uh, <laughs> mine are all pixelated can't fondle them properly you like my background my pix- pixelated background yeah yeah right now we're talking uh so what do you guys think happy friday i hope everybody's well we're just uh winding this down doing the thing got a couple more stories left and uh as always right if you want to contribute to the or you want an article you find uh for me to read it uh, there's a, a whole spot on the discord where you can drop a conspiracy news stuff and you can uh, pop it in there and i'll talk about it on this show and there you go so uh just uh yeah yeah there let's uh continue shall we let's keep on trucking speaking of gonads and testicles and uh since we haven't talked about penises just yet well and well every other thing every other nice uh uh yeah uh, there we go uh, futurism mm-hmm. you you better believe it company installs vr enabled masturbation pod for employees this should be fine. Uh, a sex startup says it's created a VR-enabled masturbation pod for companies that want to make their employees very uncomfortable very quickly. Uh, Strip Chat, a porn site, announced in a blog post that it's developed something that's dubbed a wank pod to give em- em- company employees a place to engage in a little office onanism. Is that, what is that word? Anyway, the company even installed one in their own workplace and plans a commercial rollout in the future. Yeah, it says it right there. Look, I'm not kidding. Link. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Each wank pod is planned to come fully equipped with masturbatory accessories, including a 4K LED screen to watch VR cams boosted by DreamCams technology, an Oculus Quest VR headset, lotion, tissues, and more, the startup wrote in the announcement. And yeah, well, um, mm-hmm, mm, let's see. There's no word yet on whether Strip Chat will have any takers on the idea. Most likely this bit of shameless self-promotion and PR grab, but it does raise some interesting questions about the future of the workplace. Does it now? Does it now? Now, uh, notice notice how, remember Jeffrey Tubin of CNN fame, Lubin Tubin, was on the conference call, the Zoom call, and he thought he muted himself or turned his camera off and then, like, ran to the back of the room and started furiously masturbating? Yeah. What? Like, wh- who? This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. What's the name of this company? Robert wants to know. Yeah, sounds unsanitary. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The name of this company is uh, Strip Chat. Strip Chat. 
a porn site. Uh, anyway, uh, there you go. Unsanitary is a good way to put it. Um, can we wait till we get home, people? <laughs> I mean, fuck's sakes. At some point, it's going to be like just walking down the street and be like, oh, no, 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 and then drop the drawers and right there on the street corner. What? What? And this is why we can't have nice things. All right, let's continue, shall we? Uh, final one, and then we'll, we'll finish this up. <laughs> Masturbation. I'll be known as metabation. All right, uh, let's do this. Uh, this is good. This is from Science Alert. Uh, traces of an ancient human culture from 40,000 years ago unearthed in China. Hmm. James says, I think it's all a ploy to get more people to go to work. <laughs> that could be. Uh, scientists discovered remnants of an old Stone Age culture less than 100 miles west of Beijing, where ancient hominins used a reddish pigment called ochre and crafted tiny blade-like tools from stone. The archaeological site called Jamma Bay, Jamma uh, B, I don't know, I can't, I don't speak Chinese, pardon my French, uh, it offers a rare glimpse into the life of Homo sapiens and now extinct human relatives who inhabited the region some 40,000 years ago. Uh, the newly excavated site lies within the uh, Ni Huan Basin, a depression in the mountainous region of northern China. The excavation team found evidence of the culture about eight feet underground when they spotted a layer of dark, silty sediment that dated to between 41,000 and 39,000 years ago based on radiocarbon dating and other analyses. Uh, the Stone Age sediment contained a treasure trove of artifacts and animal remains including more than 430 mammal bones, a hearth, physical evidence of ochre used in uh, use and processing, a tool made of bone, and more than 380 miniaturized lithics or small tools and artifacts made of chipped or ground stone. Interesting. I think this is fun because, well, how the hell do we know what's really going on in the world around us if we don't dig in the ground and find real dates of things <laughs> like i always say archaeology uh, it's great but we're working with one tenth of one percent of all the things because we haven't found a ton of things and again many of those things are underwater as we know the the ages change the as the epochs come and go things flood things recede Yes, indeed. Uh, yes, there you go. I'm a poet and I don't know it. All right, so as we finish this, you, you guys know the drill. You know what happens now. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. When Matt wants to know, how long is my lunch break? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, see, see if we can get um, installed in your, your workplace uh, the wank pod. <laughs> the wank pod. There it is. There it is. All right, so... Uh, like I said, truth is stranger than fiction, and sometimes you just can't even make this shit up. And here we are talking about it because it's supposedly all real. All real. All right. <laughs> so, so let's get that out of here. Uh, okay. So I'm going to smash this play button again. Just play some music, and uh, there you go. And uh, if you want to help the show, you guys know the drill. You can sub up here on Twitch. I say it a couple times in the commercial. Uh, Amazon Prime, all that stuff. If you don't want to do that, uh, there's a Rockfin. You can sub up to that, which, again, is probably the best value because if you sub up to Rockfin directly through Troubled Minds, the page there, you get all the rest of the premium stuff on Rockfin, which is a bunch of really good stuff uh, included. And then also the other way is Patreon, of course, or just listen to the podcast feed. Uh, you can listen to, of course, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. And... Uh, that helps us well because it's monetized. There's some commercials in there. I get a few pennies every time you uh, listen to the uh, to the thing, and there's the thing. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> the jerk shack, the wank. Don't, don't worry about the wank pods, guys. I'm sure it's a, just a marketing stunt. Nobody's wanking at work. Or are they? <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Anyway, so uh, what we're going to do is uh, get, get with me, Dre, and we'll uh, figure out when we're going to do the thing uh, next week or the following week or whenever you tell me when you're available, and we'll do that. Uh, we're going to have uh, Dre on the show coming up here soon and uh, talking about magic and some other things. So, again, like I said, you guys are all invited to be on Troubled Minds, and uh, please do uh, contact me, troubledmindsradio at Gmail. You can get me on Discord again. Uh, the Discord link, I'll drop it in the chat. Uh, the website should be back up. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it's just an expired card, so I'll fix that up. We'll get it get it going. And, um, yeah, there you go, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, and boom, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah, lubing, tubing, the rubbing tub. Yeah, it could go on forever and ever. Like I said, I'm, I'm shocked we got two-thirds of the way through the new show before we actually brought up penises. So we're so weird, right? All right, so uh, let's get the hell out of here. This is Trouble Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Be good to each other. You guys know. Have, have a fantastic weekend. Happy Friday. Do the thing. We'll catch you soon. Thanks again for being you. Thanks for spending your time and energy here. Michael Strange, out. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.